Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. My name is Holly. Hi, Sarah. My name is April. I'm in Melbourne, Australia. I have a question about... My name's Julianne, and we live in India. I am wondering... Hi, Sarah. This is Crystal from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Can you give me a suggestion for an especially fabulous book... Hey there, I'm Sarah McKenzie. This is the Read Aloud Revival. And in this short episode, I'm answering one of your questions. Hi, Sarah. I've come across um, this resource. I'm in a lot of homeschooling uh, resource suggestions of teaching your child to read. And it's called uh, To Teach Your Child to Read in 100 Easy Lessons. Um, Have you heard of it before? What do you think about it? Um, do you approve or uh, recommend this approach to teaching your child to read or do you have an alternative suggestion? Thank you. This is a great question. Yes, teach your child to read in 100 easy lessons is one of the most talked about teach your child, you know, phonics teaching children to read programs in the homeschool world. I approve of any program that teaches your child to read and helps them maintain their love of stories and reading and that doesn't cause anyone to cry. So, I have heard great things from others who 100 easy lessons has worked for. I'll tell you, I did not have a great experience with it. It just didn't work for my kids. I know now why that is. I know now it's because most of my kids have some varying um, shade, for lack of (laughs) a better word, of dyslexia. They have some amount from uh, very slight to pretty profound dyslexia. And 100 Easy Lessons, that program, is not a great program for teaching kids who are dyslexic. Now, if you use Teach Your Child to Read in 100 Easy Lessons and it works great for you, your kids don't mind it, you don't mind it, and they seem to be getting it just fine and nobody hates reading, then use it. I think there's no problem with it. If, however, you try it and your child does not understand it or you find that either one of you is sort of beating your head against a wall or getting frustrated or the lessons are taking too long or ending in tears stop using it and use something else. And I would say that about any curriculum in any subject, probably. Um, If you have a child who is not learning to read, not progressing at a a pace that you are hoping for, um, maybe they're seven, six, seven, eight, and they're still struggling to read, you are not alone. Dyslexia is extremely common and it's very commonly misunderstood. I did a few episodes you want to listen to on the podcast. Read Aloud Revival number 175 is the first one to listen to. Is my child dyslexic? That episode might blow your mind. (laughs) It has become one of the most popular episodes here on the show because so many kids do contend with some version of dyslexia. And as we say in that episode with Marianne Sunderland, uh, dyslexia is really not a learning disorder, although a lot of us have that language in our heads from when we were kids. Um, It's actually just a learning difference. It's just that a a dyslexic student's brain works differently than a non-dyslexic student brain. It's not, doesn't need to be fixed. There's nothing to fix there. It just means we need to approach certain subjects like phonics and reading, in a way that matches the way their brain, God made their brain to work, right? So episode 175, Is My Child Dyslexic? And then after you listen to that one, if you want more goods on how to homeschool with with dyslexia, either your own dyslexia or your child's dyslexia, you can listen to the next episode, Read Aloud Revival, number 176. 
Now, if you suspect dyslexia or if 100 Easy Lessons is just not a good fit for you, um, or you look at it and think, I do not want to teach this way, then try something else. Uh, the, my two favorite programs are all about reading and logic of English. And these are both programs that are based on the Orton-Gillingham method, and they are very good for students who have some degree of dyslexia, um, but they're also really good programs to help your kids learn to read even if they're not dyslexic. So I'll put links to both of those in the show notes, and you can check those out. They're very similar, uh, but you don't need to use both for sure. You just use one or the other. So I always say, tell people, just look at them both. Which one looks more fun to you? use that one. <laughs> That's how I, I would choose it. They're both going to get you probably pretty good results. And then, um, you know, if you suspect dyslexia, go ahead and go listen to that episode because you want to find a program that works for your dyslexic student. That very well may be all about reading or logic of English. Or if they are extremely dyslexic, they may need a different program like Barton or something. And, and you can get the resources you need to help you navigate those waters and just help your child get the kind of instruction that works with the brain that God gave them, right? So we'll put links to all these in the show notes. Uh, I just want to reiterate, whether it's teaching your child to read or it's math or it's spelling or it's history or science, it should never be a cause for strife in the relationship. So when you're looking at curriculum, you can ask yourself, what is the easiest way for me to approach this um, this subject or this topic with my kids in a way that's also nurturing and nourishing to our relationship. And so anytime you're using a curriculum and you find that it's getting between you and your kids, or you're finding that you're, it's getting between your kids and their desire for learning, which is a very natural, God-given, in, innate thing, um, or is getting in the way of their desire for reading, then you probably want to rethink the program. The problem is very rarely our students or us, and it's just us trying to fit ourselves into a, you know, the whole square peg into a round hole or a round peg into a square hole. I don't remember how the saying goes, but you know what I mean. So my short answer for you, maybe it's not so short, <laughs> my long answer for you on what do I think of 100 Easy Lessons is that um, use it if it works for you. I've heard lots of people who've loved it and have taught multiple children to read successfully with it. It has never worked for me. And just like any other curriculum, if there is something that doesn't work for your particular kids, there's nothing wrong with you. Just find something that does. We'll put links to our favorite programs in the show notes. And those show notes are at readaloudrevival.com slash 185, since this is episode 185. Okay, let's listen to the kids and see what they're enjoying lately. All right, what's your name? Um, Dean Lucas Riddle. How old are you? Five. And where do you live? Washington. And what's your favorite book? 101 Dalmatians. My name is Noah. I'm three. And where do you live? In the tent. Do you? <laughs> I live in Washington. And what's your favorite book? Um, funny Little Woman. In- the Funny Little Woman mm-hmm. in Pinkalicious. Pinkalicious. Hi, my name is Isaac, and I am six years old. I live in Florida, and the book is called Ronia the Robber's Daughter, and I like every part of it. Hi, my name is Joanne. I'm seven years old, and I live in Montreal, Canada, and my favorite book is The Lightning Thief, 
because there's this kid purse called Percy, and he can. I like this book because he can control the waves. Thanks for listening. If you've got a question for an upcoming episode, leave me a voicemail at readaloudrevival.com/message. Until next time, go make meaningful and lasting connections with your kids through books. So many of us feel overwhelmed in our homeschool. There's a lot to do, and it feels like every child needs something a little different. The good news is, you are the best person on the planet to help your kids learn and grow, and home is the best place to fall in love with books. I'm Sarah McKenzie. I'm a homeschooling mother of six, the author of Teaching from Rest, and the Read Aloud family, and I'm the host here on the Read Aloud Revival podcast. This podcast has been downloaded over 8 million times. And you know, I think it's because so many of us want the same things. We want our kids to be readers, to love reading. We want our homes to be warm and happy havens of learning and connection. We know that raising our kids is the most important work of our lives. That's kind of overwhelming, right? You are not alone. In Read Aloud Revival Premium, we offer family book clubs, a vibrant community, and Circle with Sarah coaching for you, the homeschooling mom, so you can teach from rest, homeschool with confidence, and raise kids who love to read. Our family book clubs are a game changer for your kids' relationship with books. We provide you with a family book club guide and an opportunity for your kids to meet the author or illustrator live on screen. So all you have to do is get the book, read it with your kids, and make those meaningful and lasting connections. They work for all ages, from your youngest kids to your teens. Every month, our community also gathers online for a circle with Sarah to get ideas and encouragement around creating the homeschooling life you crave. They're the most effective way I know to teach from rest and build a homeschool life you love. We want to help your kids fall in love with books, and we want to help you fall in love with homeschooling. Join us today at rarpremium.com.